super exciting news, y'all. I wrote a book with my friend Andrea Seidel, and it is called Breaking Up with People Pleasing. And I'm so excited to share this book with you because, you know, if you've followed the podcast for a while, you know that people pleasing is something that is really a near and dear topic to my heart. It is something I have struggled with personally throughout my life. It is something I've coached many, many clients on. It's something that I share a lot about and something that I'm really passionate about helping people to heal from, to, you know, build healthier habits around self-love and self-advocacy in relationships. And so I'm really excited for y'all to get your hands on this book. It is, you know, going to help you to understand and to break free from some of the patterns of people pleasing. It's going to help you build self-awareness, self-compassion, and, you know, some self-care skills and practices that ultimately will help you to create a more loving relationship with yourself and with others. So the book is out on November 18th. It will be available. So right now, if you're listening to this and it's before November 18th, 2021, then you can pre-order the Kindle version on Amazon. And if it is after November 18th, 2021, then you can get the book anywhere the books are sold. So again, the title is Breaking Up With People Pleasing. I will include the link in the show notes and I really hope that you'll check it out. Aubrey is supported by Underclub. I'm going to be really honest with you, and I'm going to tell you that previously, I was the type of person who would shop for my underwear mostly at like Target. And I'm talking basics, neutral colors, nothing exciting, got the job done. And no shade to you if that's you. Sometimes that's still me, right? But my life was changed when I discovered Underclub. Now, what Underclub is, is a luxury underwear subscription service. And so what you do is you basically set up a profile, you take a style and size quiz, you let them know, you know, do you tend to like solid colors or neutrals? Do you like high waists? Do you like thongs? Do you like things that are a little more see-through? Do you like things that are a little more solid and not translucent? And what they do is they will curate a monthly subscription for you where you will receive a certain number of sets of bras and panties, just underwear, whatever you want. And Underclub will send those to you curated by a stylist based on your specifications. You can either shop with them that way or you can look through their entire catalog of really, really cute pieces. They have some really amazing stuff. I have some of my very favorite underwear from Underclub. It is a package I look forward to in the mail every single month. They have sizes ranging from extra small all the way up to 4XL, so pretty good size range in there, and I really, really, really recommend that you check them out. So if you do, you can actually get $10 off your first shipment from Underclub when you use code Aubrey. So that is $10 off your first shipment at underclub.com when you use the code Aubrey. I'm Aubrey Henderson. I'm a recovering people pleaser turned self-worth coach here to help you befriend your inner critic, break up with people pleasing, and reconnect with your desire. Every week, I share my answers to your questions, live coaching sessions, interviews, and more to help you reconnect with your self-worth. Have you ever felt stuck in your life and just needed a really fucking good pep talk? 
Well, babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, babes, welcome to this week's episode. Just have a quick one for you today. This is something that I think we all know deep down, but we need a good reminder of every once in a while. And sometimes that comes in the form of a person in your life reminding you of this truth. Sometimes that comes in the form of you listening to a podcast and your favorite self-worth coach telling you that this is true. But either way, I want to remind you that it is okay to let people make mistakes. It is okay to let the people you love fuck up sometimes. And I think that is really hard for a lot of us, myself included, for a lot of reasons, right? It's obvious why many of us don't want to let other people or people we care about in particular make mistakes, right? One, obviously we don't want to see people feel bad or be hurt or be disappointed or have something go wrong, right? And if you are a human with empathy <laughs> who cares for others, obviously it's it's going to be something that you want to help people avoid. You want the people you care about's lives to go well. And so your natural inclination, of course, is going to be to help them avoid situations where things don't go well, helping them avoid disappointment, helping them avoid hurt, right? And to be clear, I don't think this is a bad instinct. I think this is something that makes a lot of sense that if you are practicing that, it means that you are a good human, right? That you care about the people around you. This is not me saying that you should not be doing that. But I think what can happen with that is that a lot of us, especially those among us who would consider ourselves people pleasers, codependent, you know, you might be a two on the Enneagram, whatever that looks like for you. If you're somebody who is more of a giver, who really likes to overfocus on other people and their happiness and their needs and things going well in their lives, then we can get really wrapped up in helping people to not make mistakes, helping people to, you know, achieve the outcomes they want to achieve, helping people, you know, make their lives go the way that we want them to go or that they want them to go, right? And what happens there is that can end up looking a lot like rescuing people. That can look a lot like enabling people to not have to solve their own problems, right? And what happens there is, one, there's an issue that that becomes incredibly depleting for you, right? If you're someone who's relating to what I'm saying, if you're like, yes, I do, you know, jump in and really try to help people to do things differently or make the right choices or live life in the way that I think is the best for them, One, that's depleting for you, right? You are spending down your own energy that you need to use on your own shit and on you not fucking up and on you making the choices that are best for you. You are turning around and you're spending that precious energy down on getting over-involved in other people's lives and the decisions that they're making. And now I say this, I say this as a parent of small children, right? If you're thinking about your small children, That's not what I'm talking about, right? Small children need support and need help and need guidance from the the trusted adults in their lives, right? So that's a different story. I'm talking about your relationship with other adults, right? Other fully grown humans who, and I know that whoever you are listening to this, there's probably at least one person in your life who you can think of 
as a person where you've sort of felt like you need to jump in and rescue them or save them or get involved or really, you know, make sure that you are helping to sort of manage their experience, right? And this is depleting, whether you recognize it or not. Some of us get to the point that we're like, fuck, I'm so exhausted because I feel like I'm constantly having to guide this person to make the right choices. I'm so exhausted because I feel like all of my energy is going into helping this person avoid you know, terrible things happening in their life, right? Which is a sign, by the way, that you need some boundaries. And one of those boundaries might be letting them make mistakes, right? But we'll get to that in a minute. Another issue that comes up with this is not just the energy drain and the toll that it takes on you as the individual who is sort of trying to get over involved or help people to not fuck up, but it also is detrimental to that person. And that sounds counterintuitive, right? Like how does, how does it possibly harm the other person that I am helping them to make better decisions, that I'm helping them to not fuck up their lives, right? That I'm helping them to not get hurt or not be disappointed or not have things go a way that is not their way. Well, we know that we learn from mistakes, right? I was going to say true or false as if there's like a call and response or like you're in the room with me, but true, right? Spoiler alert. It's true. We learn from making mistakes. And that's not to say that some mistakes aren't really tragic, right? That some mistakes aren't really disappointing that, you know, sometimes things going wrong because of a choice that we made or, you know, something we didn't do, it still feels like shit. So none of this is to minimize that, right? But mistakes are an opportunity to learn and do differently next time, right? Our actions and our choices have consequences. And so when we get so involved in someone else's life, you know, whether it's someone we care deeply about, we have a close relationship with, or someone where we're trying to build a relationship, and so we, you know, really insert ourselves into our relationship with them and their life and their choices and their decisions, When we do that, we actually rob that person of the ability and of the chance to make a decision for themselves, right or wrong, and learn from it. We take away that opportunity from them. And I say this often when I talk about, you know, the idea of setting boundaries with people in any way. Because when you're setting a boundary with somebody, when you are giving somebody feedback about, their behavior, their actions, and how those land with you and what you need from them in order to feel good in the relationship, in order to feel safe and secure, you are giving them critical, important information and allowing them to understand this is the consequence for this action. So if you take this action, you will receive this consequence. And if they then do that action, they need to receive that consequence as a method of learning. You are facilitating learning in relationship by setting a boundary. But jumping in and rescuing people, not letting people make their own mistakes, not letting people make their own decisions because we're afraid of what it will mean for them to be disappointed or to feel hurt or to feel sad or to feel angry or to feel let down, we take away that person's opportunity to experience those very normal feelings and to integrate those and learn and benefit from them. We take that away from them. 
So for that reason, when you recognize, oh man, I'm getting really involved in, you know, what's going on with this person. I'm getting really involved in, you know, sort of the drama of their life, or I'm getting really involved in this, you know, very personal thing that they've got going on to the point that I'm really feeling like I'm responsible for this decision when actually I'm not, right? Sometimes when you're in that position, the most loving thing that you can do for that person is not to rescue them from, you know, a choice that you think is not the right choice. And that doesn't mean that if they trust you and if they ask for your opinion or if, you know, they're open to your opinion that you can't share what you think might be the best choice or if you were in that position, what you might do. But the important thing is sometimes you actually have to step back and let that person that you love and that you care about and that you want the best for make the decision on their own. Sometimes you have to say, I will offer my opinion, but this, this is your call. This is your life, and I want to support you in doing what you feel is the best for you, and then to take three big steps back, to not set yourself up to feel like you are rescuing this person by taking responsibility for their choices, because you're not. We don't rescue anybody by taking away their agency, by taking away their autonomy, or by taking away their opportunities to learn. And so as you go into this day, this week, you know, the relationships that you're in right now, whatever, whatever examples came to mind for you, and I know there is some place for you where you feel like, mm, maybe I am taking a little too much responsibility for, you know, this person's choices, or maybe I am feeling a little too enmeshed in what this person has going on. What would it look like for me to take a step back and set a boundary and say, I'm here, I love you and I support you. And also, this is your decision. This is your choice. And let them make the decision and experience the natural consequence of that decision, whatever it is. This doesn't mean you have to never speak to them again or cut them off, right? Setting boundaries doesn't always mean estrangement or cutting people out of your life. But it can mean saying, you know what, I'm not comfortable making the call on this for you. It can mean saying, okay, it sounds like you you have all of the data <laughs> about what we think this decision might lead to and you're still going to make that decision. Okay, I wish you the best in that. But think about for yourself what it would look like to let somebody make a mistake, to let someone fuck up and have that be okay. To remember that The people in your life, and that includes you, can survive feeling sad, feeling let down, feeling disappointed, feeling angry. It's okay. It is not your responsibility to manage any other adult's life experience. It is not your responsibility to manage other people's choices, other people's behaviors, or other people's actions. And I'm going to say that again, and I want you to rub it in. My wife says this to me a lot when I, um, she'll give me a compliment and I'll like refuse to accept it or I'll brush it off like, oh, whatever, you know, like people often do. And she'll stop me and she'll say, no, rub it in. And literally there's like a rubbing the skin, like you're rubbing in lotion action that goes along with this that I'm doing. I don't know if you can hear that, but I really want you to rub it in when I say, 
It is not your responsibility to manage other people's emotions. It is not your responsibility to manage other people's choices, other people's actions, other people's behaviors. Other people are not your responsibility. You are responsible for yourself and your own boundaries and how you show up. So after you've rubbed that in, I hope you head into your day, into your week, really internalizing that. Love you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a rating or a review, and take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one. I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy, worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Aubrey Henderson, and I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty bad. Or you can send a good old-fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes.